Today's episode is brought to you by Audible. To pick up a free audiobook download, head on over to audibletrial.com slash simpletheology. Welcome, Welcome to Simple, Simple Theology, Theology. A podcast a podcast <laughs> theology to everyday life. life. All right, here I'm we go. Yet again. Doctrine of the Christian faith. My name is Rick Gromlich. I'm here with Rob, the main man, Kane. If you don't know, guys, Rob is actually a redhead. Um, don't know if you knew that or not. They could easily have seen that on our webpage. Well, <laughs> what do you think? Actually, go to our website. Not enough. Put a lot of time do, and effort. Does it give that you thing. numbers like track how many visits you? It have? has analytics. Yeah. Give me some data. I we would have to look it up. It's not something I visit man. daily. <laughs> just to get the numbers up, you know? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, I mean the analytics. I don't look at daily. Hey guys, just update. Uh, Seventeen fourteen Browns are winning at halftime. <laughs> in case you follow last episode, uh, tune in next episode. Everyone already knows if, the results. To see of if that they Browns win. Game. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, we're back in studio. Back in the uh, saddle. Glad you guys are here for this journey with us. Mm. I ask that you just journey along with us as we do life on life. As we experience this new life. Together. Um, we're excited about... Seriously, um, I would like to know the percentage of how many churches are called journey or have the term life, life. in it. New life. And I go to life, life point. point. Yeah, I know. Oh, oh, I know. Yeah. There's so many. I know. I mean, I get it because um, Jesus gives us new life. Mm. Life is kind of a big theme in the Christian belief system. Mm. But anyway, we're back here, hoping you guys are uh, right here with us. Uh, get yourself a cup of coffee, a hot cup of tea, sit down by the fireside chat. Stoke the fire. And uh, listen to Rob talk. Rob, anything you want to read for a while? Like just read Ooh, off we got a script here? or just read something? <clears throat> You know, just read, you know. The Community Foundation of Mount Vernon, Knox County. Your partner in philanthropy. Yeah. Um, what I'm is big, this? I'm big enough. What kind of mug is this? It's an Arctic zone. I know, but who gave you this? I'm a philanthropist. <laughs> the Community <laughs> Foundation of Mount Vernon, Knox County. Yeah, uh, my father-in-law. Is that literally the name of the Community Foundation? The Community Foundation, yeah. They couldn't have come up with a more clever name than the Community Foundation. Okay, you go to a church called Life Point. Can you come up with a clever name? That's way more, way more clever than no. the community. Foundation. Sorry, Dean. Sorry, Adam. No. <laughs> Sorry, Ed. Never met these guys. I mean, anyway, um, don't knock my mug. I'm just saying okay? they could have had a better name. And I just asked if you could just read something. I know you got that. You asked a, me to read something. I read, no, like I, read something. I know last episode you were big into like just reading paragraphs. Or paragraphs oh, and stuff. here we go. So here we go. Find something to read. You know what? Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes pull, pull I reconsider guys my screen. friendships. Riveting, riveting radio <laughs> as Rob here reads. Right, Rob? See, actually, the only reason Rob and I hang out is to do this podcast. That's it. There's a lot of tension between us. That's it. Our friendship. Don't don't even bring that word here. Is on the rocks. There's no rocks for the friendship to be on. <laughs> this is strictly a business relationship. So what are we talking about today? Business relationships. <laughs> talking about Friendship. <laughs> That was beautiful. Um, that was good. You're like a nerd. I think we should <laughs> drop the whole podcasting thing and maybe come with like a little Christmas album. What do you think? <laughs> We're going to write new songs. <laughs> and now our friendship <laughs> is over. <laughs> no, so we want to do a, uh, probably a shorter little episode the and talk <laughs> about friendship. 
Talk about um, why it's important, why it matters, why it matters in our Christian faith. Um, all these things tie together. It's good to have good friends. I'll it start out and say that I have been very blessed um, to have just good, godly friends who stuck with me through thick and thin, who pointed primarily me to Christ. Um, what's that? So primarily thick. Is that a, is that a fat joke? <laughs> because it's highly inappropriate. Yeah, I've gained a few pounds since we started being. Um, we've been friends, okay? Wow, Robert, you're a just real here, pe- you're a real piece you of work. You know that? No, but I have had some solid friends. Um, shout out to my brother John, best friend John Manders, moved to Florida. We're no longer friends. No, but um, Come home, John. John and I, John and I met. We're shoot uh, years ago. I think I was tw- we were twelve, maybe. Why are you looking at me with affirmation? I'm not going to tell you how old you were when you met John. Hey, let's 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 be nice, okay? At least <laughs> let's for all the, be friends here. So let's be civil. Ely. Uh, Rob and I met somewhere in youth group. I I don't remember the first time. Somewhere probably around fourteen, fifteen. Yeah, something like maybe that. Maybe sixteen for me. Maybe fourteen for you. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Rob's like seven years younger than me. Uh, no, just kidding. <laughs> A couple years. Um, but it really wasn't until college that we kind of began to click. Yep. And I can't remember. Why? Like, what initially? Because because Rob and I are, are actually pretty opposite in some ways. Rob was always in the sports, playing baseball. Baseball. Basic. I was gonna say basketball. <laughs> basic. Baseball. Basic baseball. No, Rob was always into baseball. He's always hanging out with Bo. They're yeah. always throwing football. I was talking to him Rob last night throughout the house wearing, game, like the Buckeye game. Gym shorts, um, long sleeve, and a flat bill. And a flat bill and like, like flip flops with with socks. I don't know how he ever landed Danielle. That's a mystery um, to me as well. Wow. But anyway, she has done great things with you. <laughs> um, yeah, so anyway, somehow we connected. But just men who I grew up with was able to confide in, share some deep secrets, and hold me accountable to things. So that has been a huge blessing for me. But I say that knowing that has not been everyone's experience and it probably has not been most people's experience because most relationships you have to work at a lot. A lot. Forward. Yeah, absolutely, and, and I I could go on my life story about friendships and. I just wish you would be more transparent with the audience. <clears throat> yeah, well, I have a lot of good friends. There you go, guys. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, no. Um, Rick told you how we met, but but what we wanted to do today was was talk about the importance of friendship. Mm-hmm. Um, because because scripture talks about how. Uh, a man of many companions may come to ruin, but there's a friend who sticks closer than a brother. That's Proverbs eighteen, twenty four. Um, yeah. And John fifteen thirteen. Greater love is no one than this that someone laid down his life for his friends. Jesus mm-hmm. called those whom he laid down his life for his friends, right. his disciples. He called them his friends, and we are fortunate to be able to, for those who are in Christ, call him not only brother but friend. Yeah. And so. The, the call of the Christian is not to be in isolation. And so with that, it's really difficult sometimes in our culture for guys, especially married guys with kids and a career, to seek out um, godly male friendship. Yep. And it's a shame because then, then we wrestle with these, these sins um, that society throws at us, whether that is... Um, just lust or or pornography or 
uh, dishonesty. Yeah, I, pride. I mean, pr- yeah, I mean, building it, up walls. Exactly, and and we feel like we we can't talk about things because then we would be looked at as a failure of a yep. Christian, as if our work ever ever amounted to our salvation anyway. Right. Um, but there's this this scheme that Satan has put in in play in our society of men not being able to confide in men. And I'm sure that it's a similar thing with women because women, um, I don't want to make a, a sweeping statement for women, but just from what my wife has told me is that women can be very, um, very competitive in, yeah. in the way they compare each other to one another. And, and it's a shame, but, but I think guys have this, this unique tendency to try and, and be, um, kind of go at it by themselves. Like, yeah, pull be, yourself up on the bootstraps. Exactly. And it's part of our culture. Like, you just you, you man up and you do it. Yeah, kind of yeah. Thing. You if you need to do it by yourself. If, yeah. if if you can have someone come along, you great. But you shouldn't be dependent on somebody else. Um, right. Which we just want to want to talk about because it doesn't seem to be the case scripturally speaking. So Correct. We Correct. see all throughout Scripture, especially in the New Testament, of Paul traveling with with Luke or Paul traveling with with uh, with other people and writing letters to his brothers and sisters in Christ, people who he cries over and people who he desires and longs to be with. Um, I don't really know where I'm going with that <laughs> other than... <laughs> oh, I took a drink of water. I about spit it out. <laughs> Get into it. I have no idea what going. Well, I mean, I mean Paul, like was... Paul clearly wasn't alone. He, right. he had tons of companions and, and yeah, tons of friends Correct. to use that term. I think, um, one, it's funny, I just thought, like, we've all been in that sermon where the guy's just going and going, and then, like, he realizes he has nowhere to go. He's just yep. like, okay. I mean, it's awkward. But Where's anyway, going there? Um, that wasn't, you weren't there, Rob, Rick, but, yeah, You pointed me out. I want to encourage you. Um, <laughs> one day, maybe you can be a good preacher. communicator. Yeah. No, just kidding. I aspire but, to No, that. Proverbs twenty-seven seventeen, very famous. As iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. Hmm. And it's this view that, Friendship is more than just casual relationship. Um, it's like there are friendships where, hey, I know that guy. I mean, Facebook, right? You have thousands of friends, all that stuff. But true friends, people who walk with you in your life, people that you have shared, you've opened up with, um, these are paramount to not just you having a, a, a healthy life with people around you, but ha- growing towards the Lord. As we say, no man is an island. That's why we believe in the fellowship of the body of Christ. Because you need people in your life who will call out sin. Because we all have blind spots and we become numb to things. That's why they're called blind spots. Right, because you can't see them. So having someone there to say, hey, like I just see this and this is a problem. That takes a lot of courage if you're that person to call that out. We don't do that much in our culture. It can be very um, frustrating if someone's trying to call something out in your life. You have to be gracious with that. But yeah, it's a, it's so vital because we are made as a body. We're to encourage and, and grow in one, one another. So I just encourage you, listener, if you don't have someone, seek that out. That Now when I say that, I understand that is going to, going to be a long process. That can take some rejection. That can be hard. Um, but it's worth it to find a few people who will encourage you, love you like Christ, and push you on to follow him. And then you do the same for them as well. It's not like you're just looking for a mentor to, to feed into you, but people that you kind of link arms, lock arms, and, and excuse me, move forward together. Um, question for you, Rob. Yeah, take it. Um, how do you feel about 
men and women being friends? Uh, I I feel like 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 let's say married, like married people having friends outside, like not their spouse of the opposite sex. Yeah. Um. So I have friends that are female. Yeah. However, for the sake of my wife and for the sake of me knowing um, areas where where I'm tempted. Yeah. As a guy, mm-hmm. I'm a, I mean I'm attracted to women, and so for for me. I try to be very careful not not to hang out alone with another woman who's not my wife. Yeah. So that that's called the Billy Graham rule now because everyone Mike made, Pence rule now. Yeah, exactly. Everyone made a huge deal about Mike Pence following the Billy Graham yeah. rule. However, um, I just know that it would be really awkward for me if Danielle said, "Hey, I'm going to go hang out with so and so," and it's a guy, it's a dude. Yeah. Um, just. I trust my wife. Right. right However, right. I know that we're fallen individuals and we've seen examples time and time again of, of one thing leading to another. And so not that necessarily anything happened that exact moment. Right. Um, but it could it could send a trajectory that years down the road could lead to something. Yeah. And so I know that I have weaknesses. Mm-hmm. Satan has his way of finding ways to destroy me. Yeah. And if I if I give him an inch then he's going to he's going to find a way to take a mile. Yeah. And so when it comes to that I'm not opposed to men and women having friendships. Mm-hmm. Um but Jeez. I would I would be really really cautious to the brother who says uh yeah I'm going to go hang out with this other woman who's not my wife. Right. Um right. as just a just a friend. Just hang out. Um so a couple things with that like it to be cautious um it's hard to be dogmatic about these. Yeah. In one sense, because it doesn't say in scripture, um, only hang out with people of the same sex. You know, yeah, be, exactly. Or, or, or don't be alone with a woman who's not your wife. But at the same time, scripture is clear that we are, as Christians, to be Christ followers. We're supposed to be um, as leaders above reproach, and that we are to cherish our wives. Give no provision for the flesh. Give like... no provision for the flesh. So with that, we can say some things with some authority, like, hey, in your um, relationships, you shouldn't be confiding about your marriage with someone of the opposite sex. Yeah. You know, you don't go to your female coworker and just lament about your wife and talk about your marriage issues. And you really shouldn't do that with um, non-Christians if they're not very like a close friend, long-term friend, because uh, yeah. they can't give. I you, mean, they just operate out of a different world, right? View. They can't give you what you need. So that's one thing. You know, make sure that there's healthy boundaries. If you are doing something with a um, you know, working a project or you're traveling. I mean, there's times just in the world where you are with person of the sex and that's not inherently wrong. You just need to be guarded about what you're doing, conversations you're having. Yeah. Um, I think especially in ministry, just as leaders, um, there's a susceptibility as the, as the leader to, um, wow, this person appreciates me. They value me. They listen, you know, you you feed off of that. That's your own pride. But then for that that individual, that woman, I mean, maybe they're in a, a position of need. They're a place of um, they're hungry for emotional encouragement and those kinds of things. You have to be careful with that. Yeah. But yeah, there's no dogmatic like don't hang out with this person or do that. But definitely, I think it's wise to do your best not to be together, be alone. Um, I mean, there's some like very unique situations where you just can't control that. Yeah. And if that's if you're in that situation. You know, definitely call or text your wife. Um, if you're single and the other person's married or in a relationship, you still need to let someone know, you know, because it gives them, there's accountability. We also live in a culture that's just looking for ways to bring people down. 
morally to to accuse them of something um and so just always making sure that you're careful with that yeah so that's a simple theology marriage advice there you go boom <clears throat> well i just but it's also like you view the the brother or the sister in Christ as a sister in Christ. You value them as God's um, created being, and that, that you need to honor them and value them, not just see them as, you know, um, uh, culturally we just we have a very low view of of women in general, and we need to have a high view of women. Rob's gonna be he's laughing. <laughs> I don't know what I said. But... I feel like we're going really far off onto this tangent. Um, yeah. So it, anyway, relationships. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Wow. But, uh, I was thinking like we're talking about friendship oh, right wow. now. <laughs> we did. This is why we do show notes. Anyway, back to anyway, friendship. So here's the thing. Here's what I want to do, Rick. Rob, what do you let's, what do you want to do? Let's just hit on three things that we just hit on are marks of a healthy. We just said don't hit on people. That's not healthy your wife. friendship. <laughs> let's Robert, let's cover three things. Cover three things that are marks of a healthy friendship. Rick, I'll take the first one. So it'll give you a little bit of time to think because here, a little peek behind the curtain, y'all. Uh, zero show prep for this. Hence the reason for tangents and hence the reason Let's for me score. taking... All right, here we go. <laughs> 26-14, baby! Oh, my word. Holla! Brownies right. for the Super Bowl. This is the year, baby. <laughs> all right, so anyway. Anyway. Three principles for friendship? Just, no, just three marks of a healthy friendship. Oh, so three, I'll, yeah, I'll yeah, take yeah. the first one yeah, and I'll both. base it off of Proverbs 27-6, which says, Faithful are the wounds of a friend. Profuse are the kisses of an enemy. And so one mark of a healthy friendship is honesty. Yes. And so when, when, as brothers and sisters in Christ, if we see things um, that are going to lead to destruction. Yeah, we already in, talked about this, though. Another friend. Yeah. Eh, we kind of did. But a faithful friend is going to, to gently call those things out. Yeah. And, and if you're one of those guys who are just waiting for the opportunity to call somebody out. You're not a friend. Um, Maybe you should reconsider how you're going to go about that, uh, because because we're called to do it with gentleness, mm-hmm. and so one of the a, a healthy characteristic of a good friendship would be the the honesty with one another, to where you can say, "Hey, hey, Rick, like I've noticed this in your life, um, you have an odd obsession with the Browns, and maybe <laughs> you should be more focused on on the episode." Uh, for the sake of the <laughs> listeners. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh, that is hilarious. You're um, just a hoot. But yeah, honesty. Because a faithful yes. friend will tell yeah. a another friend things that may even be hard to hear for the sake of that person's soul. Mm. Um, how sure. how cruel would it be to for the sake of trying to keep peace, you don't say something that needs to be said. We are called to be peacemakers, but... Before that, uh, we're called to to lift one another up and to encourage one another to pursue Christ. Yeah, so I'm going to just kind of um, roll off of that one and just nuance it in that you, you talked about people need to have space where they can call out things in your life that are not yeah. um, honoring the Lord, and, and there's truth to that, absolutely. I would also say there has to be um, transparency. You have to have people in your life that, like I said, we said this before, that you you do open up. Um, if you're a person, you say, "Hey, there's just some things nobody is gonna know, and they're locked away. I'm taking them to taking them to my grave." I would I'd seriously examine that. Is that is that? Are you experiencing the freedom in Christ? Because He saved you from those things. He's delivered you. Those are as far as the east is from the west. So, by locking them in, are you 
not embracing who the the, re, the amazing miracle that God has saved you and regenerated you and cleansed you from all those things. That's one in that need. Well, let's that up. In the need to be transparent and to open, it's all things. So this is um thing I would struggle with. There's like a lot of half truths. I would be like, hey man, how you doing with you know pornography or whatever. Oh, you know, like I'm doing okay. So and then just okay, leave it there. Okay, might mean like I didn't fall as much as I did last time. Yeah. You know, but it's and so so also to the other brother, be in a sense ruthless. Be like, you know, just ruthless in those different questions because there is freedom in Christ. You know, Galatians five one says, "Is for freedom's sake Christ has set us free. Do not enter into a yoke of slavery." Slavery. Um, and have that spot where someone's asking you, but you're asking someone else and you're just being honest because here's the reality. You shouldn't always be struggling with the same sin, on and on and on, but you should be able to grow, but you're always going to struggle with some things. And so having that transparency, that openness and honesty, that's my mind. Yeah. So my first one was the first mark was honesty. Second one you're saying is transparency, transparency or, or openness. openness. Yeah. Okay. That's good. Um, I'll close us with a third one, but Rick, Rick, if you are thinking of one, then feel free to throw it out there. You just said prayer and yes. Okay. It was funny how you said that. It's it's a given that we should, okay, maybe it won't be, but I'm going to say it's a given that a good friend is going to be praying. Let's not make assumptions. Okay. You know what assuming does. Yeah. That's my point. (laughs) Um, Rob, tell us, that's that's not the one I'm going to say. What's assumption? Um, um, Makes a... Donkey. <laughs> Donkey. Donkey. <laughs> Out of you and me. Anyway, <clears throat> the uh, third point is going to have the first one is honesty, second one is transparency, third one is steadfast. So, <laughs> Rick's mouthing words to me. It's a Be bunch steadfast. of curse words, so I'm not going <laughs> to repeat them. I'm moving on to the work of the Lord. <laughs> um, but Proverbs 17, 17 says that a friend loves at all times, mm. yes. and a brother is born for adversity. And so if you are a friend in the good times only, then you're not a good friend. Yeah, that's true. Friendships, friends, good friends. They... I think someone wrote a song about that, like Michael W. Smith. Friends are <laughs> he, friends He forever. mentioned something about uh, like starting the next revival. I don't know if you yeah. heard about that on the Happy Rant. Mm-hmm. Um, but friends are called to to go through thick and thin Yeah. Uh, to, to be there in the good times. More, and... more thick probably than thin, huh, Rob? <laughs> Jerk. <laughs> to be there in the good times and in the bad times yeah. that even when it's inconvenient uh, you are going to stick by your friend yeah. your your there, brother your there's sister there's a passage I can't think what it is but it says it's better to have a friend nearby than a, a relative far away or a brother yeah. far away in that point like yeah anyway more for adversity yeah yeah so anything else we have openness or we have honesty, honesty. and then we have transparency. transparency and then we have uh, steadfast. So, can we make an acronym out of that? Honesty. H. Transparency. T. Nope. <laughs> Let's try openness. O. H. O. And then the last one was steadfast. S. Have it. Have it end with an E. Huh. Um, a friend <laughs> should always be encouraging. Encouraging. <laughs> Seriously, Rob sucks at this, but I hope that you guys the have friendship friends. Pose. <laughs> TM. Uh, no, but seriously though. I'm just going to run with encouraging because um, life is tough and following Christ is good, but it's tough. You need people who encourage you. So honesty, transparency. Nope, it's openness. It's okay. the friendship hose, H-O-S-E. Okay. Okay. Honesty. 
openness. Yeah. Yep. Uh, what was the third one? Steadfast. <laughs> Steadfastness. Okay. All those things are good, but you also need in- encouragement. Um, you need people who just, like Rob said, walk with you, encourage you in your faith, encourage you in your life, encourage you in your ministry, and not like in a, a fake way, but truly believe in you. Um, not because you're a great person, but because God's great, God's in you, and he's going to help you do those things. Yeah. So, because encouragement. Because at the end of the day, we're going to fall. We're going to mess up. Yes. And if you're anything like me, then you're your own worst enemy. Mm-hmm. In my, like, I can tear myself down worse than anybody else mm-hmm. just by having 10 minutes alone with myself. Like, I can think how, how much of a failure I am, how many yeah. areas that I have fallen yep. short in, and I can I can have all those things come up in a minute, and I can just completely destroy myself. But I need godly men in my life yeah. to be encouraging me not only to remind me of the of the truth and all the good things mm-hmm. that god has done in and through me by his grace but then yeah. also to encourage me to look back to god to see what god has done for me correct. in christ correct and so not only to remind me of who i am but then to remind me of who god is yeah. and, and i'll just go back and reiterate like it it's so vital and it's so hard to find people to walk that road with as guys it's hard but i would say like my experience of observation it is it is much harder for women to find that to find women who they can confide in truly open up feel like they are truly loved accepted and walk that road um but it's worth it yeah and and don't don't settle don't settle for an unhealthy friendship where like hey they love they they go to church we talk about spiritual things but they're not truly encouraging you they're maybe they're dogmatic or they're ma- manipulative or um they're very legalistic yeah um so don't settle don't settle you're worth more yeah go browns that's the friendship pose friendship pose. <laughs> <laughs> rick how can they get in touch with us uh well you can always visit us visit us visit us on facebook at facebook.com slash simple theology. We're on Twitter at simple theology underscore. Check out the website, simpletheology.org, where you can uh, check out the Patreon page and support us that way. Shout out to our Patreon supporters. We thank you guys so much. Um, also, we're still doing our Audible kickback yep. thing. You can go to audibletrial.com slash simple theology, get a free book. Um, you can keep your trial. 15 bucks a month, I think. You get like a book a month, something like that. Yeah, That's after the trial you pay. After the trial. The trial's free. The second month in. If you don't like it, um, get your free book. We'll get a kickback. Cancel your membership. Everyone's happy, except for Audible, maybe. But they've already got some. They got... Yeah. So they're good. Um, yeah. Awesome. We love hearing from you guys. You can leave us some reviews wherever you listen to podcasts. Definitely on iTunes. Um, you're the best. Yeah, thanks you guys for, rock. Thanks for being Thanks for being friends. our friends. My friends. Our friends. Mine. Mine. Ours. Peace. You guys are great. Thanks for being friends. Friends of friends forever. I'm keeping that in. Peace out.